ever do that. I would never lie. I don't know. You skeletons can be kind of shifty like that. <laughs> you skeletons. <laughs> oh, he's back. So tell me about this failure. <laughs> oh, well, you see, so here's how it happens, right? Is, <laughs> is So this bowl is a pretty small bowl. Okay. Uh, or like at least the whole of it is really small, right? And the weed I'm smoking is really gummy. So those two things combined, I'm like, I'm inhaling and I'm inhaling and I'm inhaling and it's just gumming up the bowl and I'm not getting any smoke. And that's happened like four times now. And every time I'm like, oh, I'll just pull it through. You can't. <laughs> you can't pull it through. Jeez. Maybe the iron lung could pull it through, but I got nothing. <laughs> it's almost like your lungs are made of flesh. <sighs> Trash. Trash. How would okay? <laughs> given the fact that like the whole point of lungs is they're meant to like expand and contract based on like your breathing, how is how is an iron lung? I mean, I know an iron lung is a device like as a breathing aid, but that's not what I'm referring to. I mean, like an actual lung of iron that wouldn't work. You'd be fucked. That would not work, man. That, let me just tell you, that wouldn't work. An aluminum lung may work. It's pretty flexible metal. I wonder. Yeah, but I don't know. Would it have the elasticity to inflate in as as you would like a, a flesh balloon that you have in you right now? A flesh balloon? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that really what I'm like? That is exactly what it balloon? is. <laughs> well, you pump air into it and it inflates and deflates. I mean, I'm not sure what your definition. Yeah, it's made of flesh. I'm not sure what other criteria you need, my man. <laughs> I I just never thought of it that way. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, a lot of you can be a flesh balloon if you got a strong enough air pump, but uh, <laughs> don't recommend a lot of don't you. recommend trying it. But. Oh no. <laughs> this is all I'm gonna think about now. <laughs> You're gonna be stuck on this all night after uh after you leave. That's gonna be Yes. It. <laughs> it's gonna be that meme of the guy just like staring off into space thinking She'll be oh, laying in God. bed tonight in like a cold sweat, just staring at the ceiling. <laughs> the meme of like the woman <laughs> being like, Oh, he's thinking about other women, isn't he? <laughs> and just... Lugs are basically flesh balloons. <laughs> oh god, he's right. Oh, Jesus. Alright, boys, here we are. We're back with episode 12 of Balcony Banter. How's it going, you guys? Great to have you on here. Woo, we're back, and it's 2021. It's New Year. Yeah, it's New Year. We got this week, nice week. We got Dingo, and we got Dougie. We got a nice double feature. We got the boys. Yeah, the other my boys. friends. Nice to be back. Oh, it's so good to see you guys. Well, oh yeah, to, to, to see your guys' avatars in our Discord call, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately we are all in lockdown here again so you know it'll be fine it's still gonna be a good time we still got oh. i still got some drinks and beer and, and weed going so i'm having a, a nice nice time 
What about you, boys? I got a cup of tea. Oh yeah, I got a couple of drinks beside me as well. <laughs> a cup of, nice, cup of nice tea. Cheetos. I was actually waiting for a moment to get the the crack and a cold one with Whoa. the boys. <laughs> that was crisp. That was a pretty crisp crack. We need a sound effect. You got the real thing. Oh. Boom! The sound. Actually, the sound effect I have begun using at the beginning of episodes for this is actually from one of the episodes of me ripping open. A, a drink. <laughs> That's so awesome! I just isolated. I it is a nice the, little uh, opener. Yep. I love it so much. Uh, I. So uh, who, I think it really sets the flow for the episode. Did, uh, who, what episode was that, bees? I don't remember now. Oh, I feel like it might have been. There's like oh. eleven episodes, right? Yep. Yeah, this is episode. Yeah. I want to say like nine. That you started. Yeah, I will yeah, say it was yeah, either yeah. nine or eight. It was recently you yeah. decided. Yeah, to I'd have to. Actually, that'd that. be a good way to check is which one first has it. Anyways, it's yeah, it's just, that was it. But it's pretty cool, and I'm glad you guys have been digging it. Um, yeah, what's what's so what's new with you folks? How was your guys' holidays? You get some neat shit. So, uh, as I mentioned last time on here, actually, is that uh, I was mid-buying a house. And house is getting pretty imminent, and next week is Ooh. getting this house. Ooh. Hell yeah. Uh, so for Christmas, I asked for a bunch of house stuff, right? Um, nice. So I got a, uh, I got a drill, because you got to have a drill. Yeah. Got, got uh, you know how maybe if you had, like, family that had wood heat or a fireplace or something, they oh, okay. have that little black fan on it? Okay, and it's yeah, like yeah. it's it's a heat powered fan so as the fire heats up it automatically spins the fan and the fan pushes the heat into the oh, room away nice. from the fireplace yeah and i got that's one of those cool. honestly i'm so psyched about that that's such a cool gadget that's awesome so great it was a great video. christmas and my mom great got me a bunch of coffee like a whole coffee station so oh, it was wow. great actually uh yeah that's something uh my boyfriend uh valentine and i we got a uh a coffee maker actually from his parents that's been really sweet to have because oh that's awesome we can have coffee a lot more conveniently and frequently which has been nice with having to get back to work this past week so <laughs> <laughs> yep dingo how was your experience this uh this um, week holidays were you know they were nice you know didn't really spend too much time with well, the family I usually spend Christmas with, so it's kind of small holiday, a small gathering for the holiday. Yeah, I know how you feel. But you know, it was okay. It was relaxing. Uh, yeah, I, normally uh, me and my family have like a big get together. There's like usually twenty of us, but unfortunately, because lockdown, wasn't able to do it. I mean, usually there's like maybe ten at most. Us, oh, okay. But it's yeah, it's just one of those things. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, as for gifts, uh, I got a few things, like nothing special, no. Uh, couple board games some clothes some other stuff Ooh, nice board games. nice man yeah yeah i got uh what's it uh terraforming mars Ooh, and nice buddy festivus board game oh my lord Ooh, very cool <laughs> man i've heard you were juicing for terraforming mars. yeah yeah I, I was juicing for to add that to my collection i've yet to oh, play awesome. it though but hopefully soon Next time uh, we do a game night, maybe we should do a games night when we're allowed to, and then oh. boom, pops and terraforming Mars. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be sick. I miss those game nights that we would do. We should do uh, I'll reinstall tabletop simulator. <laughs> I've been juicing a little tabletop simulator lately. Ooh. 
Yeah, I, I played every now and then. I smell Never smoke. played it before. Played, uh, so when you were, oh my gosh, bees and baby. When you were kids, Pokemon <laughs> board game, Master Trainer, do you remember it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember no. this from last summer because uh, Dingo and I and uh, Invisifly and my boyfriend were playing some games with that. Nice. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was oh, yeah, you discovered yeah. it. Friends reintroduced it to me on the tabletop simulator. Holy cow. So, like, nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Huh. I never played this before. It looks interesting. It's neat. Yeah, like, it's pretty straightforward and it can it's be. Pretty thematic, which is cool. Like, it does yeah. feel like a Pokemon game. Like, honestly, I enjoy playing it. And the tabletop simulator mod for it, they, they took uh, creative. What's the word? Liberties. Uh, liberties with it they added all the regions to the game they added all the pokemon to the game and all these other whole rules and stuff it's actually super good okay it is a lot of fun i was actually pretty impressed by it yeah i never knew there was a pokemon board game i was also really oh there was these like you could uh, little... spawn in like D D minifigures and we were using those as like <laughs> pieces <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I looked to see if I still had the real thing, but I can't find it, so I assume we gave The dream. Oof. You never know what you have till it's gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Until <laughs> so you find it on Tabletop Simulator. <laughs> and then you remember the greatness. But then you actually have to learn to play it for real, because you never played by the actual. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. Yeah, it's true. That's how they get you. <laughs> what are some other kind of board games you guys enjoy playing? Oh, 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 oh this is a can of words. I feel like we can just get. I have, I'll, yeah. I'll throw one out real quick. Epic Spell Wars of the Battle Wizards. That game is so <laughs> fucking stupid. Nice. But yeah, so I've played that with you. That is a good time. That, that's a good time. It's I just, agree. it's just a gotcha card game where you're just throwing down cards to basically fuck up everyone else and build like wild spells. And it's just got this really over the top like style and artwork and shit. It's just, it's great. Yeah, and it's. Oh, I agree. It's very gamey. Like it's it's cool. I really enjoy it. What about what about you, Dougie? Because I know you could probably go for days. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you my number one. My number one of all time ultimate recommendation to end all recommendations. Here it is. No, Until <laughs> Terra Mystica. Man, it's so good, so good. It's like, oh my goodness! It's everything that you want Catan to be. And then you turn that up to 11, you spinal tap it, and then, uh, so, oh, so, oh my gosh. So What's it called, sorry? Pardon? What's it called, sorry? Terra Mystica. Oh, okay. So it's like, a, you know, there's a map, and the, there's different terrain tiles, and you want to build up your base, but, you know, because you're the dwarfs, and your color is gray, you can only build on the gray tiles. So if I'm a swamp guy, I can only build on the swamp tiles, but then there's this whole thing where you can terraform, hence terraforming Terraformistica, holy cow. Terraformistica. And you can terraform the land to be your kind. And it's like a, it's a big old base building. You know, you build your uh, townspeople buildings and then you upgrade those to the really? trading huts. And then you can make the trading hut into a temple and, or you can make it into the stronghold and they upgrade to different racial bonuses. And I'm not doing it any justice. It's just so good. Give it a try. <laughs> Never played a board game where you like build a civilization before. And it, oh, it does it so well, man. Like, Dingo, say some words because. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I mean, I, I it's not my number one, but I will say it is a very well-made game and very fun. And even after you play it like ten times, you still go back to it because there's a lot of depth to it. Oh, it's and so neat. But also, it's not super complicated. Hmm. That's the that is the thing I would like to stress is it's very understandable. Like you know how when you pick up Catan and you sort of you're like, okay, I build these and then I build a road and then I build another one. It sort of just makes sense. This game is a million times more deep, but it all still basically makes sense. That's like, you still upgrade the buildings to better buildings, which give you cool new abilities. It's just really smooth. That was always something I found when we do those game nights, because I know, this is just for for listener context, we would have these game nights pretty frequently, usually at Dougie's place with a few of us, and we'd play some tabletop stuff, because Dougie's got a pretty big collection. Well, him and Dingo, really. You guys both do. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty wild. I'm a little... I've I've thought about trying to get into a little bit more of it, but I don't know. I It's one of those things I just haven't... Uh, especially with all the oh, no, I stuff feel right you. now. It's like, well, I'm not yeah, really going to get to use this anytime <laughs> remotely soon, so yep. I might as well not worry about it. But, yeah, no, it was... Uh, it was always a good time, but yeah, I always found like there were some games where it's just like there's so many rules, and usually I would just smoke a bowl beforehand, and so fair. <laughs> 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 yeah, understand anything? It's yeah. You're not always ready. <laughs> I'm I'm like all right, let's fucking we'll we'll fucking just let her go, wing it. But uh, no, we've we've had I've enjoyed a lot of the uh, stuff that we've played through that. It's always been a really good experience. So. What about Looks you? Allow, man. What's uh, what's your favorite? Uh, your your top of the list. That's hard to say, man. Like I, there's so many games I love. I'll throw <laughs> one that I do really like. Yeah. Betrayal at House on the Hill. Nice. Uh, what's it called? Oh, yes. At House on the Hill. Oh okay. So the idea of this board game, it's like, like a love letter to all like B-rated horror movies where essentially everyone plays as a character exploring a haunted house. And then as you're exploring the house, it's dynamically filled out with all these tiles and events are happening. Like, oh, you see something at the corner of your eye or something like that. You gather like weapons or other items to buff your character. And then halfway through the game, someone is revealed to be a traitor. Oh, okay. lured you here to kill you. And there's like 50 different scenarios that depending on what omen cards you find and what locations the situation is completely different and i find it's just it's usually a good time i think that's a very cool part of it is like there's like hundreds like there's a book with hundreds of these possible ways that the scenario plays out like you're definitely playing this game 20 30 40 times and it's every time it's new it's very cool that is really cool that's something I remember Man. being really interesting about it, and just like the way that the map would build it with these tile cards as you played, it was really, uh, really interesting. It's been a while since I played it, though. I think I think I want to say the last time would have been back in college, actually. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. I may have been there. Could be wrong. But Maybe. Well, I, the one I'm thinking of that. is that uh, that one guy's place. <laughs> I don't know what to call him on here, so I'm just not going to say his name, which isn't really going to help you understand. Which I, I think was the time possibly that I was. <laughs> playing with you <laughs> i think it was <laughs> assuming you know who i'm talking about it was at his place, i think I'm i do sure so um god yeah that was a while ago i haven't seen him in a long time 
Man, you guys have like all these cool and interesting board games. Meanwhile, I've only played like the classics, like Clue, Risk, like uh, Battleships, Nose Trap. We'll have to change oh. that at some point. Start getting in on some of this stuff because it's yeah. it's a whole whole interesting world. These do sound interesting. Uh, Haffy has this board game where um, that this is like the probably the most like interesting one that I've played. It's like an apocalypse themed one. Uh, and you get you get these like little tiles, and you can build the map however you want. You have to put them face down, and uh, as soon as you all agree, like this is the map layout, you flip the tiles, and each tile can have like a random effect. Okay, uh, interesting. It could be good or bad, and like your goal, uh, and there are like multiple stories you can pick. Uh, but your goal is to basically like follow the story. Some stories are like, oh, get to the van and escape like the zombie apocalypse, stuff like that. The classics. But like it's a very like kind of customizable game i guess because you can pick your own story each story has like its own kind of like a type of apocalypse uh it has some have like zombies some of like aliens um i want to say other oh, was like a, a mutation i want to say yeah it just like a lot of different apocalypses wow damn that, yeah that sounds right I'm, I'm trying to remember what it's called <laughs> one more thing that i would love to to pop in here with man while we're talking about the games there some of the great games there's this one playing card game regular old playing cards briscola kiyamata look it up it's so good plug best game oh my goodness had to say it's so good i'll give you though because some of the fun really fun games that you've shown me i've always been like or in some cases have been um like these very simplistic ones like that uh cockroach poker Oh, yeah, that's a great game, man. I thought I couldn't remember if I was getting the right bug with the right fucking... No, that was money. But no, that was it. Yeah, okay. yeah that was a really neat one. Because um, that one was just like a bluffing game, basically. With... Yeah, it's super pick-upable. And it's so, like, two, three turns in, you instantly have that moment of, okay, I see what's going on here. I still I remember the game. first time you tried to explain it to me. I was just fucked trying to understand that. You got these different bugs, and then you got to, like... <laughs> you want the, you want each one of the bugs, but you don't want a lot of one of the bugs. And... <laughs> I was just getting lost. Um, but no, I once, yeah, like like you said, once we started getting going with it, it wasn't very long before I had picked it up, too, and it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, uh, to go, sorry to go back to what I was talking about, but uh, it's called Ma- Mayhem Apocalypse. Oh. That's what okay, cool, it's cool. called. This well, sounds... Familiar. It's a pretty fun game. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I'll keep that in mind. Damn. Yeah, but I mean, I can talk about board games. I know uh, Dougie could talk about board games all day. <laughs> there's there's so many good ones, man. Like uh, another one of my top games all time. It's called Hoplomonchus, and huh. it's a one v one or like team. You know, my team versus your team style Roman gladiator game. So. There's three different gladiator rings at the start. You pick your, you draft like eight guys each, and then you do, you play the one ring, whoever wins, you play the second ring, and it's whoever wins two out of three, and it's just great. Like, every guy is a poker chip, and uh, for health, say your guy has eight health, under his cool, unique poker chip, he has like eight red health poker chips, so it really gives it a cool tactile feeling, like... If you get hit for six damage, you get rid of six of those health poker chips. Hmm. It's really cool. And all the guys have different abilities. It's a dice game at heart. And let me tell you, 
Dingo, I've never seen a man who the dice are less kind to. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Like I've hey. seen, I've seen five out of six odds, and Dingo fails it four, twice, 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 thrice. I don't know, five times in a row. <laughs> We've played this game quite a few times, and I feel like I've only won once, and it's always because I just get so unlucky with the dice. <laughs> oh. That's really wild to me, because when we play, like, tabletop RPGs, usually you're the one with the, like, reliable hand for these fucking rolls. 100%. Like, there's a few scant times where it's, you know, kind of fucking failed you, but... Um... Normally, you can just fucking uh, pull it out, and it's, he's pretty you know, reliable. He's got the clutch rolls, but that's kind of wild to hear. It's just the one game, man. It's cursed. Not reliable. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of us have that one thing that just like we're cursed at. Not even necessarily that you're bad, because obviously, like dice games, is a game of luck. Uh, you're just cursed. You don't know why. What curses you, bees? <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people tend to. Uh, camp me when I play uh, League of Legends. <laughs> brutal. That is brutal. I don't know why. For some reason, everyone knows just camp me, and it angers me so much. <laughs> it angers me. <laughs> oh, no. Man, is cursed. I mean, it is. It is a it's cursed a, it's game. A believable statement if I've ever heard one. It's yeah, funny th- that like most of the people I talk to that play have played or play League. I ha- most of the time they talk about it, it's nothing positive. <laughs> I'm not a positive. It never is. That is, I they give, are... I give my boyfriend such shit for that sometimes because <laughs> I'll just be like, "Well, yeah, I know," but I mean, I like to have fun when I play games. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Like, <laughs> I'll laugh so hard because he'll be getting angry, and I'm like, "I oh, playing league, eh?" Just <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, yeah. <sighs> God. He's like, okay, gotta do my daily league, I guess, and hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) No, he, to be fair, he has fun with it sometimes. He just gets frustrated with. Oh, yeah, you do play the game. Basically, and the the game client. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those games where, like, you heavily rely on your teammates, unlike something, I wanna say, like, Overwatch, for example. Like, that's a team based game, but you have a lot. One person can can screw it up for you. Whereas in League, like, one person could easily just ruin the game, and there's no coming back. And they're, like, half an hour or more games, so you're just... Sometimes, like, I want to say, like, halfway through, you just know this is probably going to be a loss. Yeah, I don't know. MOBAs were never something that I super, like, could get into. I've tried, like, Dota and some other stuff, but I just... Yeah, I could never really stick to it. It's the chase and the high. <laughs> it is, man. For that one game when you like you pull off the perfect uh, black hole and you get all five of them, and then it's a team wipe, and then you wipe their base, and it's the it's the crazy reward. But it seldom, if ever, happens. Huh. Damn, that's an interesting perspective. I, that's not one I've heard on that. That, that is honestly like a very good way of explaining it. Because when it, and you know you could make it happen because you made it happen before. It's it's so close. You can taste it, but you just can't get it. That is honestly, I kind of feel like how a lot of these games just get so addicting. You can pull off such flashy shit that you're just like, I want to do it again. I just want to be the hero. Uh-huh. I am the main character of this episode. 
It's like when you get an ace. I have the plot armor. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Dude, I never got that. So... <laughs> yeah, I never achieved that, so that's probably why I didn't get into the <laughs> Well, uh, haven't you played like Overwatch, Dingo? Yeah, I played some Overwatch. I, I feel like, uh, oh man, the, some of the flashy shit you could do on there too. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. I feel like for me, I treated more just like a first-person shooter, like. CSGO, so I would always be like Bastion with like the minigun just, and just blast myself and Bastion is so good though, man! Blast him. Bastion was great. <laughs> Remember when everybody Bast- like hated him when that launched? Well, Bastion is the living embodiment of the Danny DeVito meme, so anyway I just started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me, man. I mean, I don't know. Then- I, I guess to be fair, I wasn't much better. I played Torbjorn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he has an Tracer auto turret was, just locks uh, on to you Tracer was a character I wanted to be good with but never achieved it 100% I'm, I love Tracer but I am never picking Tracer <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually a uh, kind of support player when I play those type of games like oh man Lucio, Mercy mm-hmm. uh, Moira I, those are my, not Moira sorry Zenyatta those are my peeps Zenyatta, very cool. Yeah. Zenyatta, I just I, love... Zenyatta was a guy I really wanted to be good at, but I never felt like I got especially yeah. good with. Same. I feel like whenever I did support, I was trash as Lucio. I wasn't very good as Zenyatta, so I was just, I'll go Mercy. You can't really go wrong. No. <laughs> I just have a heel beam, just attach, yeah. attach yourself to people. Lucio yeah, I'm just, like, I'm just gonna follow you around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I feel like I enjoy playing as him, but I was never good at playing as him. <laughs> He's easy to learn, but hard to master. Because you have yeah. your wall riding ability, you have to constantly swap between uh, speed and healing. I just feel like I never was on the wall because I'm busy doing other things. There's too much to where there's work to be done, man. Yeah, why am I on the wall just fooling around? Because <laughs> they're coming for you. That's the problem. That's why I was always bad. <laughs> Um, That's the problem. <laughs> with those type of games, I just like to be the kind of the healer, like put out the fires, just running around. That's cool. And I think also as Mercy, you don't have to be a good shot, which I. Oh yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It was always definitely a benefit of playing as her. She's changed a bit now. I think I don't think she's quite what she was at launch. Oh no, uh, her ult's completely different. Uh, like her, her kit is pretty much the same, but yeah, her ult, they just, they worked at, reworked and reworked it. Oh, is it not just like wow. the res a person? I think her res is actually like just a regular cooldown ability now. It is, yeah. God, really? Play that game. Yeah, it's on a 30 second cooldown. Wow, interesting. That's but actually kind of a so- quick cooldown. It takes so long to activate, though, like the act, uh, oh, the channel time, and so it's very easy to uh, mishap and uh, get get it canceled. No, I think fair. it's a balanced way of, of working her because her new ult now just lets her fly around. No, and I think that's fair. Yeah, because I think yeah, that's right. Because the new one, she can just get like super mobility, so she can basically just like get anywhere and heal anyone, and just becomes like super effective basically in terms of like how the rest of her kit operates so 
No, that definitely is a lot better because I mean the the res was cool, but like it didn't get used very often because it was just whenever they got it, they would just hold on to it until everyone was down, and then it would just be a fourteen uh-huh. res, and it would just kind of shit on all the progress that somebody the other team made at getting like a team kill kind of thing. Yeah. So literally just on the gate button. No, that's a that is a much better approach. I think I remember I was playing a little bit around when that came out. I think, but. Man, it's been a while. I've thought about installing it, but I don't know. I don't really like Blizzard right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But I wouldn't necessarily blame the whole Overwatch team for that. Although the microtransactions are... I definitely don't look on yeah, There's definitely some blame on the Overwatch team there. Now, whoever How bad are microtransactions boxes. in that game? Is it just like... Because to my understanding, it was all about uh, aesthetics in that game. This is true, and that that is fair, but, I mean, people still want, a, like, cosmetic stuff. Like, just because it's cosmetic, it doesn't affect gameplay. I mean, people still want it. They still want to, like, get their hands on it, and, you know. That's fine, but, like, it shouldn't be loot boxes. Like, just let me buy the skin well, I want to that's buy. Exactly. I want. I shouldn't have to, like, gamble for it. Price them fairly, put there, that's fine. I mean, I also think that considering you have to, like, pay full price for the game, they shouldn't have microtransaction in, in it anyways. Yeah, that's fair. But, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, if they got to make money somehow, at least don't be shitty about it. Don't don't make it gambling, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I agree. Um. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, we've talked about that before. Actually, I think the, the last episode when we had Zoom on, we talked a bit about that, actually. <laughs> oh, we did, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, talking about it, because he was talking about his purchasing of loot boxes and <laughs> questionable numbers of them. Which, to be fair, I'm well, also guilty of at points, too, which is, yeah. But, oh, yeah. yeah. One thing I actually found out recently is um, I was playing a lot of Apex. I still am, actually. Uh, but I bought some loot boxes for the first time there. And I noticed that I got quite a lot of uh, like gold tier skins. Like, top best, uh, best stuff that they have. And my one friend pointed out, it's saying, oh, that's just so they get you coming back to buy more uh, boxes. Like, they purposely do that. It's like, oh my god. Just had that realization. Well, I mean, you know, it's EA for you. <laughs> Unfortunately. But for me, it was the Counter Strike knives, the Counter Strike <laughs> I couldn't resist. And at least for that, you know, although it's other players putting them up at you know, outrageous prices. Oh, well, that's the, well, the thing with the. Uh, had that. The thing True. with Counter Strike is like you get the cases for free, but you have to buy the keys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like it's still well, like that, a loot that, box system, oh, yeah. but the idea that you could buy skins off other people pretty easily. Oh point, yeah, that too. Made it, I feel like, although it's still stupid because the amount of money you'd have to put in for knives is outrageous. Well, it, blo- also, it, terrible. it blows my mind that some CS:GO knife skins go for thousands. Of dollars. Yeah. The same shit with TF2. Valve was doing that like way before Blizzard was, to be fair. Like, 
they they were the ones that kind of introduced the concept of loot box. I mean, I I don't necessarily because I I don't I'm like a CS:GO player, but I played a decent bit of TF2 back in the day. Not like a, oh, I a love shit TF2. Ton, but yeah, it's man, I I there's a little part of me that's actually is a little tempted recently to reinstall TF2, but I don't know. We'll see. If anyone else is interested, though, we'll. See. I mean, it blows my mind that they still like update the game and like still. Like oh, yeah. care about. Oh, of course. It's, it's, it's a pretty passionate fan base for it. It's it's a good game. Like there's nothing wrong yeah. with it. Um, but yeah, other than their fucking because yeah, they had like the crates and keys, same kind of system in that game for a long time too. Like way before Blizzard was putting loot boxes in fucking Overwatch. Yeah. But they, uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair though, they I give Blizzard particular umbrage for because they definitely popularized it and really showed like how successful it could be on like a really big mainstream game yeah. and then the fucking and then everybody was doing loot boxes after that so <laughs> and then the regulations started to come in and everybody got <laughs> spooked which is good but you know yeah. still find funny that they introduced it into sports games like FIFA and stuff oh my god oh, that's the same <laughs> oh, it was disgusting. I mean, yeah, there's so many stories of, like, younger kids and stuff just, like, burning through a bunch of their parents' money without them even realizing. Yeah. Oh, those they are their credit card and just, It's like, yeah, it's predatory up. gambling shit that's targeting kids and they try to act like it's not. And it's fucking disgusting. Honestly, man, even commercials now. I see commercials and I'm like, this is crazy to me. Like, literally just 40, mi 40 second, a minute long. Kids, get your parents to buy this thing. Commercials are crazy these days. Uh, Maybe they always been crazy. You know, I think in some ways they probably have been, but I don't know. Yeah, like these days, it really does just feel very like, like I get what you mean. Like there's something that feels more shameless about the way it is today than it used to before. It felt like a little bit more creative, I guess. But I mean, how much of that's just you know. Oh, I was a dumb kid and just didn't notice. Right? Yeah. I was too distracted by the, you know, shiny dangling keys that they're fucking, you know, driving my attention with. But, or. The shiners, the danglers. I am glad that 2020 is done, but 2020 has not started on the greatest of notes, I think. Oh, oh <laughs> man. History has been made, I'll say that for sure, with what's been going on in the States. God, I don't even know if I want to get into it right now. It's such oh, no, we don't have to get into it, but, like, um, I feel like we have to mention it at least. Because, yeah. my God, the shit that happened there. Because, my uh, God. I agree. Yeah, that really is the way to put it. Fuck. God, I like, still My mother is not one to watch the news, like, that seriously, but that day, she just oh, had yeah. it going the entire day and did not stop watching it. Yep. Well, Zoo it posted kind of a message event. about it in Discord like as kind of like an alert to people, and I saw that, and I was like, no fucking way. I went and like, looked around on like Twitter and Reddit and shit, and I'm like, oh no, this is very real. Holy fuck. That was, man. Yeah, ridiculous, right? <laughs> yeah. More than a little rage-inducing, but, you know, it is what it is. And I mean, like, that's the thing, like, it's weird, kind of, I guess, to say that, because, like, we're not even in America, we're all Canadian, but... Yeah, I, thank God. It's still frustrating, though, just because, like, you know, like, what that ideology represents, right? And it's just kind of... Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like... It's not in my house, but it's, like, my downstairs neighbors. And, you know, you're you're hearing them, like, you know, very loudly Get reciting loudly. Mein Kampf. So you're going to be a little concerned, right? So... Yeah, and you're getting just a little concerned. <laughs> a little yep. It's not like all of them, but they got the like that one like one or two like really weird roommates that are like real into conspiracy theories and shit. <laughs> Brass four channel like, like, too uh, much. <laughs> do I need to make sure the authorities know about him? <laughs> God. Oh man, yeah, but I mean, I'm still hopeful though that this year will get better. I mean, we got the vaccines coming, which is nice. I mean, that's it, it's it's not the like golden ticket, everything's done right away thing that I think some people oh, no. are kind of thinking it is, but it's it's a reason to be optimistic. You know, like yeah, most people are just saying like how oh it's 2021 now, everything's gonna get better from here on out, and it's uh. like. Well, well, I got bad news. I don't know if it's like January first. Hey, everything's good now. It's not a. Let's not do that. It feels like progress, though, and I, I mean, I can't blame people for wanting yeah. that to feel like we're we're moving on in some way from the bullshit that was last year. But at the same time, like, yeah, no, like you can't definitely like i i don't think most people realistically are actually thinking it is going to be that different but i don't know i feel like there there is definitely a subset of folks there's that, that just, hope yeah they, they just sort of seem to think that yeah as soon as the calendar month changes we're in a whole new year and it's it's all in the past but it's like and it, i guess in a sense it is but it's like we're you know the current circumstances haven't really changed just because the calendar month has changed yeah. right so, yeah exactly but no, I mean, like I said, it's not like there's no reason to be optimistic, but it's just, you know, things aren't necessarily going to get better as quick as I think some people are even hoping it's going to. And, I mean, I know some people are thinking, like, oh, well, in a few months we'll be vaccinated, but, like, I don't think it's even going to be that quick. It's Oh, God, no. Well, like, and you hear that Japan's back on lockdown again for the mutated version of the, yeah. the flu now, I guess. Yeah, well, and that's, of course, another question, too, is is that just going to fuck up the whole vaccine deal, right? Because, I mean, I don't know. I haven't been following yeah, it, thing. so... I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure if it's known or not. Like, I've been following the news, so if I'm wrong, like, for sure, I'll, you know, don't don't take my word for it. But, I, I mean, it is concerning, because it's like, well, is the, our current vaccine able to protect against this mutated exactly. version, right? And, if he mutates again, what then, right? And you know, yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's a little spooky to think about, but we'll just have to see how it goes and hope for the best. I mean, that's all we can really yep. do at this point. So, yeah. I mean, we're just some fucking podcasters out here in the fucking <laughs> cold ass north here in the winter. We got fucking shit we can do to help. I mean, at least we're getting some snow now. This is true. Man, the, the holidays were real area. fucking green for a bit. until. Yeah, like, it was not a white Christmas at all. It was yeah. a white Boxing Day where we are. <laughs> That's but... nice. Boyfriend and I were driving back from his parents' town um, where you and him used to live there, Bees. And 
we were coming back there Christmas night after seeing his family for a bit and it fucking started snowing and stuff. I'm like, oh, fuck, there we go. Now we're getting some <laughs> getting some seasonal weather here on the holiday. A little late, but we got it at least. She came. She arrived. Yeah. I'll tolerate it during the holiday. And then after that, I don't want to say that. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about it. I will tolerate it for a little bit. Yeah, end of January. I'm going to be fucking done with it. It can be rough already again. Already. <laughs> no, I don't, you know, I'll say don't blame you. But I wouldn't say I'm there yet, but I, uh, yeah, I know, uh, I know how you're feeling. My brother says it best. Why do I live in a country where the air hurts my face? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was born here. I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could try and move, but I I don't know. I've lived here too long. I'm accustomed to it now. Uh, the cold doesn't bother me like it does other people. I'll have the bedroom window open all night, and it'll be like freezing fucking cold in there. I'll just be right comfortable. <laughs> or uh, Valentine will come in. He'll be fucking shivering in a few moments, but he's like skin and bones compared to me, though. I'm big fucking... Ursine fellow who just <laughs> can fucking I don't know I, it's something I've always had people gawking at me if it was like in the winter and shit I'd be out with like just just like a jacket over me not zipped or anything no hat or gloves or anything like that and otherwise I'm just dressed like normal jeans or maybe like Here, a sweater or t-shirt or something so Hell, I've been wearing shorts a lot lately still, and we've been getting to, like, minus 10 here lately. Which, to be fair, it's pretty oh. mild for winter here, so. Yeah, that is surprising, honestly. I get so cold the last so few late. years, though. Global warming. Oof, right. <laughs> so, uh, you boys believe in aliens? <laughs> Oh, they're real. <laughs> are are you are you being are you being for real right now though? I'm being for real asking this. I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, I'm being for real too. Oh, all right. well, what about? Well, it is like. Well, I mean, technically, like life on other planet has been found. Has it? If you re- well, I mean, because recently, like NASA found like quote unquote bacteria on Venus. Yeah, yeah. like organisms and stuff. Wait, so, like, they actually, to attack, te- yeah, technically. Yeah. yeah. Was it actually bacteria? Okay, no, no, because no. I I remember hearing news that they had found some some uh something if some chemical thing around. Holy fuck! I'm sounding like an idiot right now. It's because I'm fucking <laughs> a bit drunk. Um, no, they found something where it was like there was something with in terms of like the chemical composition of like the atmosphere that it suggested that it could only be based on like you would only be like the result of biological life like as far as they know but it wasn't like a guarantee but did they find something more about it i thought it was like confirmed that like it was like bacteria or something like that i'm looking this up because wow okay google open up a chrome window to type a fucking bacteria on venus and the first fucking auto complete is bacterial vaginosis not what i'm looking for <laughs> hey man common question 
Has microbial life been found on Venus? Has vaginal life been found? <laughs> the answer to that question may surprise you. I don't know. I'm not as sure because I'm reading this article and it's saying that the evidence was like pretty compelling but still kind of tentative. So I feel like if we had full proof that there was microbial life on another planet, that would be pretty big news because that's officially life on another world. I feel like I'd be seeing some pretty major news outlets uh, confirming that, but... I think no, like I, I I agree overall though with the the concept. I, I I think it's an interesting sign. I think that they need to really double check. That's that's a pretty big pretty big thing. Well, to I mean, I could be wrong too. I thought it was confirmed, but I, no, I feel like sure. yeah, I thought that on it maybe I didn't do research. Yeah, I I just remember seeing something. I think it was like some R science Reddit thread. Um, which I'll, I'll give them. They're pretty thorough with their stuff. And I, people seem pretty, at least at the time where I was reading an article, seemed to be suggesting that um, that there was, like, pretty strong evidence based on, like, that, like, kind of what I was talking about, the composition of the atmosphere and certain chemicals and stuff being detected. Um, but that, like, it wasn't necessarily confirmed, but it was, like, pretty like strong evidence as far as like our current understanding of science is that that could only really be the result of biological life so it it was one of those things where it seemed pretty there but it wasn't like a hundred percent confirmed so that's why i'm just wondering if if it was confirmed so that's pretty nuts if it is because yeah i i think i'm definitely in the same camp as dingo of just generally kind of believing that that's the case but kind of just being one of the many people I guess who's just kind of waiting on evidence for it right so I don't know as I see it there's like millions of galaxies out there you're telling me there is not one planet other planet that supports life oh yeah well <laughs> like let's let's be serious here I think we've oh, yeah, planets mean... that can support life but I think it's just oh, more yeah. about actually like <laughs> to being able to actually like see it and document it, I guess. Yeah. To have that proof, I guess, is is what it would be. But what I mean, as vast as the universe is, it is insane to think that we're the only like life there is. No, that's definitely true, and I I hope that's not the case. And I mean, I'm I'm pretty confident it's not. Just because, like, like you've sort of mentioned, bees, like, just the the sheer scale of it, right? Like, there's, there's so much there, but, I mean, yeah, it's just one of those things we'll just have to see. But, yeah, I feel like the first life we're gonna find isn't gonna be anything especially complex. Like, I feel like it's gonna be very, you know, simple, like microbial or like single cell organisms or something like that. But it'll be it'll be neat though. It'll be definitely like a, a wild moment to to happen, which. It'd be certainly nice than the current sort of historical events we're living through, so. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Man, I'm trying to... So think about this, right? Okay. Hit You've me. got a planet. And the planet <laughs> looks... The planet's... It's, basically, it's no man's sky, right? So there's a planet, and the planet could be anything. Okay. So say the planet is a lot of fire, right? <laughs> just go with me stay with me sounded more like a star than a planet but all right 
Who's to say there's no trees on this planet that can resist fire? Well, okay, but if... <laughs> Who's to say, man? There could be. <laughs> but I mean, how, like... I guess it could be like a cycle of like like forest fires where the it's shit regrows. No man, trees made of iron we can withstand the can withstand the fire. But they then grow. How are they burning? <laughs> well, maybe they're not burning, but the earth is burning. They're all the right. one thing that doesn't burn all because right. they're made. Yeah, this is all checking no, out. No, see, I thought the the implication was that the reason uh, the planet was there was a lot of fires because the trees were burning. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, no, there's there is fire and there is trees and the trees yeah, are not involved with the fire. Okay, who's to say? Could be. I just think you can I'm only so have confused so many... what you're trying to get at. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Right, I've seen the movie Interstellar. That's what I'm saying. A world of anything. Oh, now we're getting into movies. <laughs> this... Interstellar, man, one of the great movies. Could be any one of those worlds. Maybe there's one with fire and iron trees. <laughs> I, okay. I remember seeing Interstellar, but I've only seen like half of it because it was so long. Oh, it's so it's in my top movies of all time. So okay, wait, hold on. But what's the point you're trying to make here? So okay, you have one of those planets. Yes. Well, and it's just crazy to think about all the, <laughs> all the options. God <laughs> damn it. I should have known we were being led down one of these fucking... That's hilarious. <laughs> we're all sitting here waiting like, okay, yeah, so we have one of these planets. What's the... <laughs> and... <laughs> and it's just, it's just isn't that shit wild, bro? <laughs> so funny. Oh, fuck. How, how much have you smoked again? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> this seems like a high thought. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, the other day, I'm sitting on the couch and I look over to my wife uh, and I'm like, So imagine this you're in a room and there's lasers all around, right? <laughs> Just, you never know. It could be anything at any time. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, no way. Hold on. There's a very big <laughs> distinction between there's lasers around the room and it could be anything at any time. Because. <laughs> <laughs> One is there are lasers. Okay, there's a lot of things that that could mean, I guess. Like, are they going to, like, cut through you? Or are they going to, like, just, like, shine a laser light at you? Like, I... You well, you're know, not going to touch him to find out. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, there's, you know, there's some openness to interpretation there. But okay. it could be anything at any time. <laughs> I think opens up a whole bigger, broader can of worms that's like, okay... But now you're literally opening any possibility. Like, what is the scenario? It's abstract. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. Hold on. I got nothing. Okay. Well, I, I, sorry, I don't mean to derail your, your initial story, though. Although I'm guessing the whole point. I have a feeling I can see where this is leading, because I feel like you're just going to have... What it's going to result in is you turning to Erica, and she's going to be like, "Okay, and what's the the rest of the point of this?" It's just going to be, "Isn't it wild that you're in a room full of lasers?" <laughs> yeah, just think about that. What would you do in this scenario? <laughs> oh God, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So the future is going to be Star Wars. That's that's Who what knows? I got from this conversation. That's one possible future. <laughs> no. No, 
it's going to be <laughs> Destiny because the U.S. already is getting ready to send its guardians to space to protect us. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh no. God. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. In some ways, I think I don't know. Which 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 is a better future for us? Uh, well, I feel like the ideal future of Star Trek, but this is true. But I mean, there <laughs> is a tendency for humans to act like Nazis, and Star Wars has space Nazis. What about Stargate? I didn't I don't watch. Know I didn't watch Stargate. Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> what about Star Lord? Oh. <laughs> Well, that's a single character. <laughs> that's see, you see, bees. That's the ultimate goal of Disney. They're going to become so big that they're eventually going to ultimately create an AI. It's going to be like the Matrix, except it's just going to put everybody in Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's just because it's Disney brand. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I would pay for that. <laughs> you just get to live it. Um. But, like, you're not, like, Star-Lord or anything. You're just, like, a side character in that world. We just don't want Star Wars to happen. <laughs> I want I want lightsabers, though. Oh, see, now, see, Dango Beast makes a strong argument. Lightsabers, though. Here's the thing. I also want He makes a strong argument. <laughs> but also, the universe of Star Wars is this terrible place. <laughs> <laughs> I think so would, like destinies really i mean i feel like guardians of the galaxy would be too because i mean usually i could go into like a 20 minute rant about why star wars is a terrible place (laughs) (laughs) that's fair but i don't know i feel like i give me enough time i could probably have a similar rant based on like why i I keep calling it the guardians of the galaxy universe but i guess it's just the marvel universe which i mean i guess that's also a, a point to consider in in existing in that world, because yeah, I mean, you're, you're in the same universe. Thanos out <laughs> at any moment. Po- post Thanos, <laughs> you all got to worry about that. It's already happened by the time you come. Doesn't mean there won't be a second reckoning. A second, this is true. This is very true. How Can't many have... years before you think we get like an Infinity War reboot? Oh, who knows? Or you know, like not even an Infinity War reboot, but like. You know what? No, because that's that. That's I mean, it could happen, but that that's like probably so far off. But like, how many more years do you think we have before we see Thanos again? I don't know. I mean, because he, it's one of those things. Like, I feel like Infinity War was such like an epic in conclusion, and and just the scale of that conflict. How do you go up from there? Well, see, that's the thing, though, but, because, like, you wonder that, and, you know, I, I think there's a question about whether or not they can, that is also separate from whether or not they're going to try to, <laughs> and, well, uh, I'm sure you could try, because, but... I mean, he was, he was a pretty popular character, he got a lot of people talking, a lot of, a lot of Marvel fans really liked Thanos, and were very excited about him being in it, even before he appeared in any of the movies, and then once he was actually like in some movies, uh, in particularly some of like the biggest ones Marvel's had, it's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I can't. I can't believe that they're never gonna try to like double dip on that, and you know, That's, be like. I, I would. 
I would say in the past, I would have given it years. Like, you know, oh, you won't see one for such a long time. But it feels like these days, we're just rebooting stuff. Like, it feels so much like everything is reboots these days. It wouldn't surprise me to see 10, 12 years from now, see a rehashed 8K edition, 16K edition, maybe extra content, maybe cut content. I see it being redone so many times probably because I think, you know, it's big tier. It's it's big time. Well, it's been proven to make so much money. Yeah. So that alone right there is like, okay, we can do it again. Well, and I don't even just mean the Infinity War stuff. I just mean, like, the character of Thanos being, like, a central plot character again. Like, I don't know. It just feels like something where they're going to be, like, you know, a few years will turn around, like, oh, Thanos is back. It's a new thing. And it's like, right. you know. I feel like his ideology will transfer, but I don't think him, him like, him, like, actually Thanos, sorry, will, won't. Unless it's, like, a, a side, like, Easter egg kind of thing. Well, once you introduce a, like a franchise that has multiple universes, anything's possible. Well, yeah, because I mean, that's the thing. Like, they already did a whole, like, oh, here's another Thanos in another universe with Endgame. So, I mean, they basically set it up to be that. Man, have we talked on the podcast, actually? Uh, sorry to completely fucking change shit here, but did we ever talk about the, the Spider-Man movie that's coming? What one? Wait, do you I not don't wait, Dago, Dougie, do you guys not know about this yet? Yeah, I don't know if I know. Oh my fucking god. Oh, it's okay. a big thing. The the next MCU Spider Man film. Do you know who has been confirmed to be starring in it? Oh, wait, god. isn't it uh Charlie Cox from Daredevil? Oh no, hold on. Who has been confirmed to be starring alongside Tom Holland is Andrew Garfield and wait what yeah I'm not fucking with you but not only that um oh my god oh bees help me fuck who's the other guy the other actor uh, Toby Maguire yeah no yeah yeah <laughs> like, both yeah, everyone's here and they have the guy who plays Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2 the same Raimi ones with with Maguire he's gonna be in it they're all reprising their roles from what I understand like they're, they're doing like, like a live action Spider Verse, basically, with the other live action movies that have been done. Oh my, that's it's gonna a be a good one. time. <laughs> that one, I'll oh say. I, I I think in another episode, I had kind of been like, I, I had a very eh reaction to um, Far From Home. Sort of, I, I liked it, but I, I I don't know, I wasn't like super sucked into it. This yeah. one I'm pretty fucking intrigued about. This could be really oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, the fact that those other two in it alone are like, holy shit. I agree. That's really cool. That could be really wild. And I am very interested to see how that plays out. Because that's very ambitious, I think. And I'll, I'll give Disney that. Or at least, at least Marvel under Disney. Like, I don't know. Some people like to complain about their stuff being formulaic, and there definitely is. And, and some of the like overall cinematography in some of those movies can be a little just kind of by the numbers. So, you know, it's it's not like that creativity lies in every step. But there does seem to be a genuine want to try and push and be kind of ambitious with them sometimes. and Or at least try oh, yeah, to, sure. to be creative with them on some level, at least in terms of like, 
the premise or concept or what, what kind of what they're trying to tackle with it a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of a little bit of both because I mean they're trying to they're trying to play it safe and play it to a very broad audience to make a lot of money. Exactly. But I in I at least feel like they're trying to some degree. Or at least trying in a better direction than what DC had been doing for a long time, anyways. But... <laughs> I'm actually speechless that that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dingo's just fucked on that one. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's wild. <laughs> oh man, I was so stoked when you when I I brought that up and you seemed to have no idea because I was really excited to break the news to you because I knew you were gonna uh, be real into that. Oh, big names, big names are in it. It's gonna be quite a ride. I would say like I don't remember like other than like a Infinity War and that like sort of it's not really a trilogy but like those movies, the Avengers movies. I never really cared too much about the Marvel movies, but this one definitely. My interest is up there. Oh yeah, nice. Why? Well, I I think I talked about before, and I, because yeah, we had a, an episode I think with Sherb a while back. Yeah. We talked a lot about MCU stuff, and I think I talked about. Um, yeah, like I'm. I like the Marvel stuff, but I was never like super huge into it. Like. I don't know, it, like, I was into it, and I was pretty invested, and I would, you know, I'd get excited at the trailers and stuff and whatever, but I, you know, I mostly just had fun with it as, like, I like that this is this big shared universe thing, and, you know, going to every movie to see it was just kind of like seeing, like, you know, oh, what's the next, like, you know, graphic novel release of, you know, this next big part of the storyline kind of thing in this comic universe, like, I didn't take it super seriously, but it was just something cool that I was into. But yeah, I I feel like the fatigue. Like I I for a while kind of scoffed at the idea of it. I guess and like no, I like this. This is cool. I'm always going to enjoy this kind of thing. But yeah, there's definitely hit a point where that fatigue started to hit, and I kind of stopped caring. And I think after Endgame was kind of when that really settled in. Because yeah, yep. I don't know. Well, it's the end. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's that's why they called it that because that's when you you finally you get up from the seat in theater like all right that's it I'm done done that's that's I'm the done. end game I'm done with Marvel now <laughs> see ya I beat okay. the, I beat this one that's the end game <laughs> and now we can uh, wait until Star Wars essentially reaches that height of you know universe that involves many different pieces of media they've already started and it's gonna be something else yep because the mandalorian hit it big so now they have to make oh my god the amount of oh, shit that they're throwing on a disney plus for both star wars and marvel is going to be fucking bonkers everyone's going to yeah, fucking suck up in their value but what i said everyone's going to be fucking sick of it maybe but i don't know it's uh i don't know i guess the i don't know maybe just trying to I guess in some ways though it's kind of smartly trying to fill out more stuff on your, on your like streaming service like to to yeah, get people to go there. But at the same time, oh, yeah. I also feel like it's a lot of like okay, throw ideas at the wall and see like what's the next Mandalorian, right? So yeah, 
I will say, though, watch The Mandalorian Season 2. Great series. So, here's the thing. The only episode of The Mandalorian I have watched was the last episode of Season 2. Why? <laughs> because I went and saw JC, and he's like, I want to watch this, and we're watching, like, I was like, okay, well, I haven't seen that, so I guess we can start the first episode. Like, no, no, no. We're watching, like, this, ep- the, the, like, newest episode, because I haven't seen it, and I don't want to wait. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, maybe this will get me to, like, actually give it a shot. So he throws it on, and I realize as we're watching it, uh, that I was pretty sure this was, like, the last episode of the season, and that got confirmed to me with the, the whole big reveal at the end, and I, J- James and I were or uh, JC and I were both uh, we're both pretty fucking shocked at that. Uh, it was pretty wild. Yeah, I agree. That was a that was a great way to end that season. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, so don't say anything. <laughs> I won't. But I won't. It's it's just it's just entirely got to do with Jar Jar Banks. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Could you imagine? Oh I just, man, I just. <laughs> I I'd watch it right now. I'd I'm put still her on. waiting for them to reveal that Jar Jar Binks is the true Sith Lord. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is the Sith Lord? He just really sucked because all he did was just try to be annoying. <laughs> that succeeded. No, that's why that's everyone wants him to think. He succeeded, but he was supposed to annoy the Jedi so much that they gave up. But... <laughs> You know, we yeah, had a couple movies fine. after that that kind of... gave him a position of power instead. Oh, man. Well, I think it's time for this podcast to start approaching its end game. And uh, with that, we're going uh, to shuffle in over to our weekly shout-outs. Oh. Um, I will start us off this week, because I had, uh, during my holiday break... Uh, I got very into a game I picked up on a Steam sale called Deep Rock Galactic. And uh, I strongly recommend this title. <laughs> it's extremely good. It uh, plays very much like Left 4 Dead, but also kind of like a dungeon-crawling roguelike in a sense, with the kind of like random stage generation every time you do a mission. Uh, but there's actually a surprising bit of depth in this, and it's a real cool online co-op shooter, and the whole premise around just basically being dwarves working for a space mining corporation, digging on a dangerous alien planet, and shooting big ferocious insect monsters is, uh, yeah, it's pretty up my alley, and I, I think it'd be up a lot of people's alley, and I, I just want to shout it out from the rooftops, because it's, uh, it, it's everything I wanted it to be and more. Um, and nice. yeah, I have seen you play a good amount of uh, the Deep Rock Galactic, and yeah, yeah, like uh, I've played it a little bit, and I agree, it's a great game. It is very excellent, and I, I strongly recommend it to, to anyone who likes the idea of big, burly, beer drinking dwarves going deep underground to dig up gold and shoot big alien monsters with big guns because that's that's what you're getting, and it's uh. It does that and does that very, very well and with a, a lot of really nice polish. And the the devs are still adding new shit. Like they're adding two whole new like biomes here like later this month with like a bunch of new enemies and stuff. And I think when I started yeah. playing, like they added like two whole new like mission types that added a lot of like new shit you could do to the game basically too. And yeah, it's they seem very actively involved. There's a little pretty active community for it and absolutely recommend it. 
Which of you boys wants to go next? Give it to me, Dingo. Give it to me, Dingo. Me? Okay. Ooh. I mean, I know uh, Dougie and, uh, and most of you have heard. I've recently completed 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Oh, yes. Oh, I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you knew this was coming. But yeah, uh, that is a fantastic game. If you are into story-heavy games, I, the, this is a game where the less I say, the better. But the okay. general plot is uh, you play as like 13 teenagers who pilot these mechs and they fight kaiju. It's is it like battle system? You know, like uh... there's, yeah, there's like a mix of. Uh, real-time strategy and tower defense strategy. Wow. Kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. That's very cool. It is a very good game. Highly recommend. Oh, okay. You want me to do it to you, BZ? You want to give it to uh, me? I guess I'll go. Um, well, I, I mentioned it in the podcast, but uh, if you guys ever... Are wanting to like get a board game or like a cardboard game i guess if that's a thing like i don't know how else to describe it uh, i would recommend getting uh, mayhem apocalypse it's a nice fun game like it's nice uh, each round could take about like 30 to or like 20 to like 40 minutes roughly but like it's super customizable game like it the stories are great like the character is really cool gives you some pretty interesting uh like ways of playing the game and it's just a great time to uh, spend it with some friends. Excellent. Um, so I guess... Dougie. I guess for me, uh, maybe weird. Definitely weird, actually. But <laughs> so I'm going to recommend that you guys learn how to make a bechamel sauce. Oh, what the <laughs> And here's the thing. I'll walk All you right. through it. It's so good. It's so... so all you do is you make a roux. And I'm using the words here. So a roux is just equal parts flour and butter. You melt the butter. You put an equal amount of flour in. Normally, say it's like two tablespoons of butter, melt it, two tablespoons of flour, mix it together. And then you very slowly, and that's the key, very slowly, add in like a cup, cup and a half, however much sauce you want. You add in that much milk. And you slowly add a few drops, and then you stir it. And you slowly add a few drops, and you stir it. And you do that, and I can't stress to do it slowly. But eventually, you'll have a big, creamy, delicious sauce. And then you shred cheese in it. And you put, like, pasta in this. Like, you could put this in a pan on some pasta and serve it and make, like, a, like a whatever you call those. There's a word for them. A casserole, maybe, is the word. I don't know. You can just put, like, noodles in them and eat, like... The other night, uh, me and my wife had, uh, yeah, we did some noodles and some vegetables and some chicken, and we made, like, a big alfredo type of thing. Oh. So good. But it's easy to make, and it's, like, it could make your, your craft dinner, your KD, 700 trillion times better by knowing <laughs> this little thing. Try it. Damn. Coming in here with the fucking hot cooking. <laughs> The going to have to come in some week and like show you up now. Oh, like, he would be like, that's oh, beginner man. stuff, man. It's fucking... <laughs> that's Let me cool. show you how to make kimchi. <laughs> I will show you the true ways of the, <laughs> the culinary arts. 
<laughs> you are but a, a fucking white belt. I'm a. Black oh yeah, belt. I'd be school. <laughs> he's a he's a chef at heart. Oh <laughs> uh, no, he's he is uh, quite amazing with that. Very, uh, it's just crazy. It blows my mind sometimes. Really, um, we have a Discord channel dedicated to pictures of his food. It's great. Oh. We we technically have two because we essentially have the one on the one server that is like named after after him for it, and then there's the <laughs> then we have that the we basically have to to for that exact same purpose and partly to enable his his food posting. So it's. <laughs> No, it's great. It's uh, it's lovely. A lot of you guys are putting cool food up there. Dengo with his bread. <laughs> I, I do put a lot of bread in there. It's good, though. The, man, when you brought that one loaf over that one time, that was amazing. I fucking... Do you have a uh, bread maker? Do you just no, do it no. on a hand? Or... It's all hand. <laughs> That's oh. elbow grease, buddy. Did you, wait, did you ask if he had a bread maker? I thought you asked if he was a bread maker. No. <laughs> you a bread maker, Dengo? <laughs> Yeah, are you just secretly a machine? I mean, I've been <laughs> called many things. I'm an enigma. <laughs> well, I guess to be fair, we have called you a Gundam on several occasions. <laughs> and a skeleton. <laughs> this is true. Oh, I've been there. Oh, oh I, I've been... <laughs> Wait, hold on a minute. I, I've been there. I've been called skeleton before. Oh, I guess you are pretty lanky, bees. <laughs> I'm on the the opposite end of that spectrum. Well, I, I shouldn't say quite the opposite. I'm not like the exact opposite of skeleton. I think that paints a picture of someone a little bigger than I am. But I'm uh, I am certainly uh, no slouch. But in that regard, I think we are pretty much there for this episode, boys. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us on this special New Year's episode, boys. D- double feature. Thank you for having us, guys. Yeah, this was a great time. Absolutely. Well, we always look forward to having you guys here. You're always welcome back. And yeah, this has been this has been a good one. We hope. Thank you, you guys... very much. Oh. oh, sorry. I was going to say thank you very much to Blackbird Bell for letting us use our his music as our intro and outro tunes. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure to look him up, Blackbird Bell. He's on Twitter. He's got stuff on spotify on soundcloud on Bandcamp. uh definitely check him out show him some love uh we are also on twitter at balcony underscore banter go drop us a follow yeah say hello maybe we'll say hi back i'll probably say hi back because we're lonely and cold up here in canada because we're all <laughs> locked down and winter's coming well winter's here really i should hey, say winter's here <laughs> winter is here and she nipply out there, boys. <laughs> she nipply. Stay warm, stay safe. We love you, and we will see you next week on the balcony. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. See ya. Bye.